How often do you sit and look at your bucket list and decide, these are the things that I want to do. These are my priorities in what I want to accomplish off this list. If you're looking at that list, how do you decide what are the priorities? For me, it's what are the most important ones that create community? Because again, that the intention of my bucket list is community. Today's bucket list storyteller has done the same thing. They set an intention for their list and now they're crossing items off and managing that list based on those priorities and that intention. Ah! Ah! Hey, hey, move, move. We're repelling hey, down. Sit, sit. We're repelling Wait down. Move. I don't want to squish you where you're stuck. It's just an apartment. Why are you making a beeping noise? Because I'm backing up down on my roof, dude. Yeah, we had to crawl through your neighbor's apartment above you. He was very nice, made us pizza. We actually hung out for a few hours, and now we're here to steal your podcast. Wait a minute. It's actually pretty convenient. How are you going to steal my podcast? I don't. What's going on right now? Mike, well, it's on the table. I'm going to grab it. Yeah, just grab it. Oh, See, now wait. Jeremy. All right, Jeremy, throw it over his head. Here, wait, take it. Uh, no, I have your podcast. All right, here you go, Jeremy. Oh, no, Jeremy's got your podcast. Wait, Ruth, Mike, this, Ruth, get the dog. This is Mike. Is this crossing it off? Cro yeah, for, uh, for crossing off what? Like like Sudoku? Mike, I've been wanting to steal this podcast for so long. It's actually on my bucket list to steal this podcast. It's on your bucket list yeah, to here, steal this. Here, over his oh, head. yep. Hey, <laughs> I want that back, you guys. You got to give it back to me. I, you know, this is a lot of work that I do to make this happen. And, I, you know. Dude, don't worry about it. You're going to get it back. But for right I'm now, okay. it's our... Uh, Jeremy. Hey. But right now, it's ours. And uh, you just need to accept that for a moment. I do like to live in the moment. So, this is going to be hard. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Oh, okay. This podcast is so shiny. It is. It's actually one of the better looking podcasts we've ever stolen. Actually, I can see my oh, reflection in it. It is really shiny. What do you use on this to shine it up? We use Armor All. Armor All. Nice. Mike, go long. Oh, fuck, I dropped it. Ah, oh, shit. Steal your podcast, where we steal your podcast and do it better, faster, stronger, and hornier. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Well, we have a wholesome show. Well, how are, how, are, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm alive. <laughs> All right. Yep. And uh, we what a wholesome show we have lined up today. We're stealing the Crossing It Off podcast, where people uh, call in about something that they've crossed crossed off of their bucket list. And uh, it's actually a, a pretty exciting show. We actually have a guest on today. It's Iceman. Hey, Iceman. 
How you doing? Oh, we're doing good. Glad to have you on the show. I'm glad to be here. Do you know what you're getting into today by chance? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what you're getting into? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, touche. <laughs> touche, sir. <laughs> so um, we put out an advertisement for someone who's had something that uh, was very meaningful to cross off of their bucket list, and you are one of the people that responded. Um, actually, a few different people responded, and we were more intrigued by your story uh, than any of the other ones. So we're actually very excited to hear uh, what you have to say and ask you questions based on uh, what you got to cross off. I got to cross off of going to Washington, D.C. for police week while I'm still active duty. That's awesome, man. Police week. Well, um, Iceman, uh, pardon my ignorance. What is police week? Uh, it's just uh, it's a week they take where... Uh, survivors and family members and stuff go down to uh, down to D.C. and they have the, the names of their fallen officers put on the wall for that year. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. Wow. Now, uh, I guess... Unfortunately, um, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, the, the the most macabre question I would have is, do, do you have any friends on that list? I have several. That's a shame. Sorry to hear that, Iceman. Well, thank you for their service, and thank you for your current service. You see, you, you, you're still active. Yes, I have two and a half years left. Ah, oh, you're just you're just counting it down, huh? I hope it's uh, <laughs> smooth yeah. sailing. Smooth sailing, sir. No, I'm, I'm hoping so. I got two and a half years. I have my thirty in, and I can retire. Nice. And so, so retirement for you, that's uh, something hopefully, I'm hoping, uh, that the system that uh, is working for you would allow some sort of pension. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. uh, we don't, I don't pay in like uh, Social Security stuff. We have a different sheriff's office uh, pension fund, and I, I'll be just turning 55 and I can retire with 100% of my salary to what I'm making now. And my insurance paid for me for the rest of my life also. Fantastic. So, uh, I guess one of my first questions is, um, this being something that was on your bucket list, it's, uh, something that you've wanted to do for a long time. I've always wanted, I think every American should at least visit the Capitol at least once in their lifetime. Uh, so that was that. And then, uh, not per se, and I wanted to go down because I had friends die, but I just wanted to be participant in police week. So it's been, yeah, since I've probably been a rookie cop showing your support being yeah. there yes it's Help. actually uh mike uh, interesting little side tangent uh me and my my wife and i have been talking about our next vacation and she wants to go to the capital real bad oh yeah yep we're gonna go and we're gonna stay right in the capital and do a whole week walking I don't around know where y'all are from i don't know where y'all are from Look florida like okay well not too much <laughs> different than me then i'm yes, from sir. south louisiana <laughs> Ah, yeah. South, South Louisiana. If anybody hears kind of a country accent, I don't hear it. Everybody else says I have it. <laughs> so going to D.C., I'm just going to say, prepare yourself. <laughs> okay, it's a different world over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could yes. you, uh, because we're planning a vacation, would you care to elaborate? <laughs> uh, well. Uh, what, what do you mean, nice man? Yeah, the, what are you talking about? They, what they, should call, I do? they call it the Metro. They call it the Metro. It's basically a subway, though. You know, me being down south and you being down south, y'all oh, yeah. know we don't have anything. The only thing that's underground here is uh, Gators. graves. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. And, uh, so we got uh, an aquifer, that, and even even then they come up when it's when it floods real bad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So so I I've, I've never been on in I'm, I'm from the country. I've never been on public transportation in my entire life, and I'm you know 52 years old. Was that on your bucket <laughs> list too? <laughs> no, yeah. no, it wasn't. Yeah. But I, oh, I, I can't wait. So <laughs> I learned how to navigate their little subway system, which is different. And uh, people up there aren't quite as friendly as the southern people are. Uh, no, no, they are not. That's a shame. No, do you walking down the road? I'm like when I make eye contact with people and stuff like that. Good. And I'm in law enforcement, so I mean I don't shy away from it. I'm like I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how, yeah. how are you doing? And they look Absolutely. at me like I'm I'm crazy. And you know, the only person that did engage me back happened to be a homeless lady, so I gave her a dollar just because she's the only one that spoke back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, uh, his last story of running into, they, the, the the homeless person wanted to show him where the Coca-Cola factory was, about 75 <laughs> feet <laughs> to the left. I, uh, I, I travel for work, so uh, I definitely experienced those northerners when I went to New York and New Jersey. But uh, when I was in Georgia, <laughs> I was walking, I had some time. I'm like, I'm going to check out the Coca-Cola factory, why not? I can see it. The The entrance is right there. It's be like right behind some bushes and stuff. It's right over there. This homeless guy jumped up. He goes, hey, sir, how you doing? And I was like, I'm I'm good, man. How are you? And he started walking with me. And I, he's like, where are you headed? I told him. He said, let me show you the way. I'll show you to the <laughs> VIP entrance. And he just walked me to the regular entrance. <laughs> but he walked with me and he was talking and he was the only guy I met. When I landed there, that was like, hey, how's life? And he told me about his life, of course. Fuck, I gave him a dollar, too. <laughs> yeah, so I guess this response overall kind of goes into one of my other questions. If uh, there was somebody else that wanted to cross this off of their bucket list, all the advice that you would give. So if there's anything else you wanted to, to add to uh, how you did it, what advice you would give somebody who was planning on doing well, how that. How I did know? it, how I how, 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 uh, got to get go over there. Uh, yeah, sure. That uh, we can go into that because right. uh, I'm definitely interested. Yeah. Like um, when you were planning it, like how hard was it to to get this on your docket to do? Like saying, I, th- th- you know, it's coming up. I want to go. This is the plans that I need to make. Like, what did that look like? Is there like a certain amount of people that can go? I wonder. Do you have I don't to, like, know, file? Yeah. Well, some departments will pay for it, and some don't. My department, uh, I, I happen to be in the the sheriff's office himself. You know the big boss man number one and uh, <laughs> i happened to be talking and i was like i say like, oh by the way i said look i said police week's coming up and i said i want to go he said well you can go i said really he's like yeah you I mean you got vacation time i said yeah, <laughs> I, <don't understand." laughs> I looked at him i said no no sir you don't understand i said i want to go but i want you to pay for me to go <laughs> and uh it, it didn't quite work out like that but it did work out well uh, he gave me the time off, not uh, against my vacation time. So I didn't use any of my time. Well, uh, as it should be. He, he gave me, uh, I, I, I was able to take my police motorcycle down and stuff like that. Nice. And I happened to have some buddies from another department that was that I used to work for was going down there. So I put I was able to put my motorcycle in their trailer, and uh, they were staying in there, and their department was paying for them to go. So. I ended up bunking up with one of them the whole time I was down there. So basically, the, the, the trip cost me was the only thing the trip cost me was buying my food for the week. 
So, Couple gas station yeah, hot dogs. You, you got you hitched a ride with some buddies. It's perfect. Yeah, I rode I rode down with them, stayed with them, and everything else. So I lucked out. Where I mean, the, the whole week trip probably cost me about four hundred bucks. So that, the, that had to be an adventure in itself, being with a couple buddies <laughs> yeah. on a road trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so taking your taking your cruiser with you was that uh, did, did that add to the quality of the the trip? Did that um, was that something important motor, for you my, to do? My motorcycle. Yeah. Okay, you said cruiser. <laughs> oh, oh well, I don't know. I, I, th- I yeah. thought people referred no, to motorcycles as no, cruisers the cruise, too. The cruisers are the cars. Oh, I thought the big <laughs> motorcycles that you can just like really cruise on. People call. <laughs> no, cause, cause maybe you, I'm thinking no, of chopper. That's, Mike, I think you're thinking of the. <laughs> Mike, you're thinking of the Al Pacino. Your motorcycle machine. Cruising. <laughs> <laughs> we just call them motors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but um. Sorry, yeah, sir. That, that was that was one of my my main things. Is I wanted to be able to you know go down there and participate on my police motorcycle in uniform, which I was able to do. I was involved in quite a few of the uh, escorts and stuff like that with family members that had come down oh. and stuff like that. So so that yeah that that was a a great thing for me. So when you were actually actively crossing this off of your list, what, what was what was that like? Actually being there, doing it, it was happening in the moment. Yeah. Well, the first escort we did, uh, I had never. I've been doing escorts for you know, I've been on my motorcycle cop for over twenty years. Oh wow! And they escort a little bit different down there. Uh, and my buddies that was with me we, when we did finish, we were like, okay, I, th- I thought we were all going to die. So. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> We we leave motorcycles at intersections, and mm. they they didn't. So the most vulnerable. Through, <laughs> we're going through intersections on roads I have never seen before in my entire life at, you know, 60, 70 miles an hour, and they, there's no one holding that intersection. I'm like, so people down there, I got to say, are well-trained when it does come to that because nobody moved and there was no incidents. I know if they would have done that out where I'm from, if you don't have a motorcycle there and you leave, people will say, oh, yep, yeah, I'm going because Walmart might run out of that water or something. I need <laughs> yeah, right. to get there. And it don't matter if I run over a cop or something like that. So, the McRib is uh, back. I got to get to it. Yeah. You know what? Our state, you know, sir, our, our states might be pretty similar after all. Well, he's got alligators too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we, we, we do. Uh, if I was sitting we, there. I call, it, I call it the McPossum. I think oh, there's possum yeah. meat. Oh, we got possums too. Yeah, oh I man, possum I, meat. We're we're so we're. I feel like I'm really bonding with. I feel like I'm really bonding with you, Ice Man. I, I like Louisiana. <laughs> I've been there a couple times. It's not one of your garbage states. It's not. Well, there's garbage areas for sure. Well, we have that too. <laughs> the Panhandle. Yeah. <laughs> Pasco County. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I enjoy Louisiana for sure. <laughs> Well, my co-host uh, on Wednesdays is uh, ex-law enforcement. He lives in Pasco County down there. And, uh, he'll tell you what kind of a crap <laughs> hole it is. <laughs> so um, I guess my next question would be, uh, how would you say you were transformed by crossing this off of your bucket list? Uh, it, it, it transformed me. I don't know if it transformed me. It, it, it made me feel good. It gave me a, a different outlook on uh, – I have a picture. I, I don't know if the, your listeners how they would they. Some people like cops, some don't. But uh, anyway, Nick Tuye, who was uh, involved in the the ambush of the cops, 
mm-hmm. in Baton yes. Rouge that we had yep. where a whole bunch of cops got killed. He he was the one, uh, he was in the car and he got shot. And uh, he didn't kill him. He survived for like six years afterwards. And he, he was never, he got shot in the head and everything else. But oh, I went man. down there. I, I was, I, I knew him because he was a motor cop and everything else. He was a great guy. And he ended up passing from the injuries, you know, six, <sighs> seven years later. And uh, Man, put a up a picture. fight though. Yes, he did. He, uh, I got a picture because uh, people don't realize it, you know, and stuff like that. But I got a picture of his dad, you know, sitting down, you know, with his head down in front of his son's name on this wall because they put his son's name on this wall after uh-huh. he got killed, you know, protecting other people. And, yeah, you know, and you can you can almost it's one of the pictures where you can almost like uh, feel the emotion. Absolutely, oh, yeah. in the picture from it, yeah. So I mean, it, it was very surreal for me on that. Wow, uh, especially when you know people that's been. I know other people that's been put on the wall. So, whether there's people out there that uh, like the cops or not, like you mentioned earlier, um, there's something to be said about brotherhood. Yeah, for sure. Um, heroes as well. I, I agree. With I that. don't care what anyone's opinions are. I mean, you, the human, the, you have to you have to remember if you're if you're the kind of person that's going to rope the actions of an individual in with an entire group of people, you're doing life wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Unless yeah. it's unless it's like Nazis, you know, we can <laughs> <laughs> fuck Nazis, but, but the real ones, the actual ones, right? Actual that, Nazis, that not we, that we not, defeated, not people that you're. Fr- yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, they're co- they're trying to come back around, and I say fuck those new Nazis too. But oh, I'll I'll, I'll love any kind of racist group they have out there. Period needs yeah. to be demolished and put down. Absolutely, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, that's like I'm put it this way. That's like since we made uh, references to McDonald's for that's like if you go to McDonald's <laughs> and you ordered that 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 crew thing of twenty nuggets for eleven ninety nine, which is a great price by the way. <laughs> and, uh, but, and you get home and you count and you only have nineteen nuggets. Are you going to be mad at every McDonald's worker from now on because you got shorted that nugget? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it's that one. That's that one person that probably ate your nugget while nobody was looking. <laughs> nuggets. Well, I mean, he's he's starving, living on what they pay those people. Although we're well, we're in know. a state, I, 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 no, they're, they're getting fifteen been, an hour they, now. They, they getting twelve, <laughs> yeah. fifteen bucks an hour now, uh, and I, yeah. you know, and you're going to forget to put a straw in there. Come on. Yeah, I know. Like it's like there are people working for Lockheed Martin that are making the same amount of money as you right now. I can, I can show they got some small departments. This this will tell you what people that do hate cops. They have some small departments. I'm talking very small, not full time departments, stuff like that. They got guys that go out there and do this stuff for like twelve or thirteen dollars an hour and you got people flipping burgers making more than them. Yeah. Wow. So you know them people gotta love to go out there and put their life on the line for their community and for people that don't like them for less than what you can make putting fries in the bag. Oh, absolutely. I've always, I've always thought, you know, for, for people that do anything that's going to put their lives on the line, there needs to be compensation for, for that. And that's just my opinion. And other people would argue, well, you know, police officer is a public servant, so we're not going to overpay these people because we want to make sure that the the concept is you're, you're doing a service and therefore you get we, – we don't have to pay you. You get it out of, you know, pride. <laughs> well, that's an well, important well, part, Well, I'll tell too. you what, after doing this for almost 30 years, when I first started, uh, 
this was back, you know, like 95. I made, uh, and this ain't a joke, you can go, I made $895 a month before taxes. Jesus. And uh, I paid $400 a month child support. <laughs> okay. Thank God for good <laughs> friends that let me live with them in places that Amen. used to feed the cops yeah. for free. Okay. Cause yeah. I was at a point where you know, I had, I paid my child support. If I had no money to eat, would I put my uniform on to go eat free and stuff like that? So, <laughs> but now, I mean, I'll say now, you know, I've been doing it almost 30 years. I, I, you know, I can't, I, I have no complaints on my pay from where I work at. I'm, you know, I'm not rich, but, uh, you know, I don't worry about my bills anymore. But you got to put the time in to do it. That's the goal, right? That's what I'm working yeah. for. Where you don't yeah, even I mean, worry. You the put bills your are paid. Yeah. You got to put your time in. I understand kids come out of college or all this. You know, my own kids one time, my daughter looked at me and said, you know, she was griping about her car. Well, I want this. I want that. She's like, she's like, well, you have you have this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm 40 something years old. It took me 30 years to get that. I I worked my butt off. I didn't just like, you know, get out and just get the best car. I said, my first freaking car cost $800. It was a 1979 Ford Fiesta. Nice. Nice. Okay. Nice. I think it had 12 inch tires on it and and a a four speed on the floor. (laughs) <laughs> it had one of those levers like in a golf cart <laughs> basically i mean I'm, i mean I, I fed the mice at night so i could get leave the next day wow <laughs> but no dc i, I don't know I'm, I'm watching myself i don't know if y'all have listened to my podcast because i have I, i'm raw and unedited so that's why i've been trying to watch my language with y'all. hey man oh, you, you can say uh, whatever you, you can say, say bitch say. cut okay. ass bitch I, I am not <laughs> I'm not PC at all. I'm surprised I'm still on Facebook and YouTube at this point. Not well, dude, me open up, bro. We're a, open up. We're you're, if you're you're amongst go, family now. We're, we're a freedom of speech go, podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to go to D.C., it's morning you now. This old country boy. We went to this place, this, this food place. Well, first of all, most I, I, I'm I'm six foot and 300 pounds. I'm not a small guy. Okay. And uh, I'm not real. A lot of people don't think I weigh that much, but we'll if, Regardless of the fact, I'm not a small guy. Everybody up there, the majority of people over there are skinny. I'm like, well, I know why they're skinny, because you got to walk every fucking where you go. (laughs) And the food sucks, okay? Uh, It's so bad. I went to a place, and and, and the food, they come out, I was like, man, it looks delicious. And it was a hamburger. It was a cheeseburger. You can't even fuck up a hamburger, okay? The girl come out and say, she's like, well, how was it? I said, I could have licked the table and got more flavor out of it. Because <laughs> it, it tasted like somebody made a ball of meat, ground meat, and just cooked it. That's exactly and, what they did. Jesus. And, and Ice I Man, put, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> I, I had to ask twice. I don't know what the deal is there. I had to ask twice just to get ice put in my damn water. I don't oh. know if it's like some is like... This, is this fucking Europe? <laughs> yeah, <they're> like... <laughs> what the fuck is this? Just <laughs> 18, 1855? What the fuck is going yeah. on here? I just want ice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I, I, I got up and went to the bathroom because I'm old and I pee a lot now. So <laughs> I got up to go take a piss and I walked to the place where the restaurant I'm standing there and I'm looking at the two doors. And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> Iceman ain't in Louisiana no more because they had two doors. One of them didn't say boys, one didn't say girls, one didn't say men, one didn't say women. 
one then they both the doors said the same exact fucking thing <laughs> oh my god it's like they which said, which said, one has the wait, boys wait, 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 so I can it, piss on the floor like everybody they, else? What did it say? <laughs> it said all of us. What? Yes, the bathroom <laughs> like door unity? said all like of a, us. So Personally, <laughs> I just wanted to take a piss by myself. I didn't need everybody else in there with me, okay? Uh, but it said all of us. Oh, yeah, it's very... Uh, uh, Was it a, a picture never, of, of people holding hands? <laughs> no, it just said <laughs> all, of, all us? of us. I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe this shit. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm from South Louisiana. We, I, I watch the news and I see, I see stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, so this is this is okay. So this is my view on the situation, and I, I, I'm the kind of I think you're resonating with Jeremy a lot more than well, me. But can I, can I, let me say something. <laughs> no, no, no let, let me finish first. So I, I honestly, I don't care because I, I'm one of those people. I was like, well, it's. You know, do you, bro? But the point, the point when it comes to the bathrooms for me, don't is call that, me bro. Is that shut up? <laughs> and pen, penises and vaginas pee differently, and the the women that have to deal with only vaginas peeing all over the place have to have their own problems, and then men who pee with their penises in bathrooms have their own problems. The concept of combining all of those problems into one bathroom scares the shit out of me. <laughs> but it's, it's, but I want you to think of it this way. You could also have double the people in there because if you got one person sitting down to pee and the other one standing up to pee, it's like just spread your legs wider and I'll just attempt to get it in between I've your tried legs. To, I tried it's to like do that whole, with my wife like for ten years. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to do that for ten years being married, and she never let me do it one time, and it's probably my biggest regret. <laughs> the, the trick, the trick is, is when they say no, you just piss in the sink. Next to him, you did this. This I is did. your. This is your I fault. Did. You didn't say yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I witnessed that when you pee in this thing. I witnessed that in uh, when I was working in Portland, and I went into a bathroom, and the signs were the same. There was no words on them. It was just a picture of a person, just a male symbol on both of them, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, "Left, left, it is. I'm going left." <laughs> I always had the left means death scenario just because of the Holocaust. Okay. <laughs> you just went completely. All right. Off with that one. Six million people in three bathrooms. I told you. Uh, the, our, our ADHD is also very bad. So, so that was uh, that that was very different for me on that. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't like. I say it on my podcast. I mean, I don't care what you want to do. I mean. My son's gay. I don't. I don't. But uh, my son's gay. I don't care. <laughs> my whole thing is with it is you, you can have pride. You can have all this stuff. No man. But just you know, all these companies and all stuff like that's like just, just stop. I hate Bud Light. It tastes like <laughs> trash. <laughs> Bud Light. Was I don't never drink good. beer. <laughs> oh no, you're a whiskey boy. I uh, straight whiskey and bourbon. Oh, we're doing that right now. Actually, yes. actually was this? It's that scotch. Yeah, this is scotch. We right have now, scotch right actually, now. I, we should bust out the uh, the buffalo trace. Buffalo trace, <laughs> if you want, drink you drink buffalo. Dude, you need to right drink now, some I've buffalo been, trace. I've been, I've been drinking some uh, lead slingers right now. I don't. What's you know? lead slingers? We yeah, need to add it to uh, our bucket list, Jeremy. To drink lead slingers, uh, yeah. It's a uh, veteran-owned uh, whiskey place. They they make their own whiskey. It's called lead slinger. 
And is okay. So is that local? That's local to you? Uh, no, no. I actually there's only one place in, in this area that I had to have to got to go to a cigar bar type place to find it. it it's not readily available. So, uh, so when the when the Bud Light thing happened, because I do I drank too much bourbon, so I was like I need to just start drinking beer. Is there such a thing as too much? <laughs> I just was, dude, I was crushing two. Your liver will tell you. I was crushing two half gallons a week. I was just drinking. Yeah, yeah, and, that uh, might be a little, that might be a, what, you didn't drink Jameson, huh? No. I no. Like Okay, because Jameson, if you drink Jameson, that's just a sign of a true alcoholic. I drink no, Jameson. No, I do not like Jameson. I love Jameson. <laughs> Actually, my brother went to Ireland recently, and he brought me back uh, last last Christmas time. He brought me a, a bottle from the distillery that he got to bottle himself while he was at the distillery. It was a hundred and twenty proof Jameson. No, that's that's like straight up true alcohol. You know, you know, you know, like when you like to smell your whiskeys, you want to get that, you want to get the notes in first before you take a sip. No, you can't do that with that. It burns too bad. It's, it's rubbing alcohol. No, I did drink so I, could, I do have some. It's called Still Austin. Uh, it's the only um, distillery inside the city of Austin, Texas. Still, so oh, I have some of that. It's good. It was a little bit more uh, on the pricier, and for me. So it was like eighty bucks a fifth. But oh wow, oh, man! That's a little on my high end. <laughs> it better be good. <laughs> yeah, so it, I was actually, it, it's real good. So I was actually curious to hear um, if you guys would be interested in hearing because uh, I actually don't have a bucket list, and I've thought long and hard about what I want to add to my bucket list. Okay, and one of the, and well, I've talked about it with uh, a buddy of mine, Justin, and. We've talked about it when we were younger, and now I'm finally getting to the point in my life where it's like, I really want to start planning this and seeing if I can make this happen. And I want to start at the northern end of the Mississippi River and canoe the entire river to the Gulf. Oh. But do you canoe? Yeah, you have to canoe it. No, do you canoe? I mean, I haven't yet. I have to add that to my list of okay. preparations. You don't even canoe. All right. I don't even canoe, okay. Ice Man. Uh, I don't. You might want to try that out first. <laughs> yeah, that's st- stage number one is to learn how to canoe. Mike, I have learn a, how to do. <laughs> Mike, I have a rower. If you want to practice. Oh yeah, yeah, you I do. Have a rower. Rowing <laughs> and canoeing is two different things. You're paddling in a canoe. You're not rowing. Yeah, you got one. You Mike, got you're one not going to canoe. Paddle. I'm going to canoe. No, you're going to kayak. Okay, so I presented to you guys what I want to add to my bucket list, and, the, and your response is to don't do that. because no, you'll die. You will die in a canoe. That sounds Mike. dumb and lame. Mike, you will die in a canoe. You no, I'm not kayak. going to die. You have to kayak. I'm not going to kayak. I'm going to canoe. Canoes are ancient. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it by myself. Kayak. I'm going to have a buddy. It's a buddy system. Who's your buddy? I'm gonna. Well, I mean, I'm gonna. Huh? P-Row and do it. <laughs> a what? P-Row. A P-Row? What's a P-Row? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. That's alien. It's uh, like a Cajun canoe, but way more unstable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want expert mode. You might you as know. well just float down. If I'm going to do it, I should do, do it wrong, just right? Go, just go straight up pro mode. <laughs> Fair enough. I think if yeah. you want to make, the, if this is really on your bucket list. You do, you get immortalized. If you do it, if you pull it off, you get a plaque at the Gulf for the rest of time. I don't know if it's healthy to set your goals on a plaque. 
No, no, no. I'm just saying that's the thing. I want to do it. The goal would be to do the canoeing and, uh, you know, get all I, the stuff that I need and camp out by the river, you know. I'll tell you what. I'll make this promise on the podcast. If you want to make the Mississippi part of your goal, I'll kayak with you in all my favorite spots. I'll go out with you. We'll pack up the dry bag. We'll yeah, get snacks. Right. I'll take you through the Thousand Islands. We can kayak and well, I'll show you. Because one of the things we'll I want. canoe too, and I'll show you why kayaking is better. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that you'll die if you canoe. Doubt any type of steep water of any type, you'll die. You don't have the balance. I do for a canoe. No, I could learn it. No, nope. I could take. Yes, I can. Not in your don't tell me that I can. <laughs> no, you can't. Yes, I nope. can. Nope. Actually, I have fantastic balance and fantastic reflexes for walking. <laughs> I've. Have, have you been anywhere around the Mississippi River before? No, <laughs> it's terrifying, Mike. I've never seen it. Is wild. You're not. You're not going to swim if you fall over. You're not going to swim. You're just going to drown. You're going to make Iceman even a life jacket on. You're probably going to drown. Okay, the undertow is like insane. Uh, Iceman's trying to retire. He's not trying to pull your body out of the fucking Mississippi. So what did you do on the podcast, Iceman? Well, I com- I've convinced this kid not to commit suicide. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do canoeing down the Mississippi. I'm going to do now, it. Let's not forget you guys just make me want to do it more. The large now, ships. See, yeah. yeah. Then you got a canoe past Baton Rouge and New Orleans. If the Mississippi don't river get, get you, they may just shoot you. <laughs> Look at the crazy person. <laughs> All right, so I need a bulletproof vest. I need super floaties. Yeah. <laughs> the GPS locator. How about we just snorkel in the Keys? You want to go to the Keys? How many guns do I need to bring, Iceman, on this journey? A, 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 a lot. When you get a lot of guns in New Orleans, yeah. Sup, Majizzies? It's Future Michael. Our band of the week was P.L. Garner and the Reburns. And I will make sure to put the links in the description for where you can find his music. Um, good stuff. Really, really like it. Um, also, yeah, guys, check out Crossing It Off, uh, the podcast about people who cross stuff off of their bucket list. Make sure you check him out. Again, links will be in the description so you can find his stuff. Uh, really great, wholesome podcast. So, not like ours, but we're not nearly as wholesome. We tried. <laughs> I tried to make a point in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and we're brought to you by Dungeon Studios, makers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons modules. Go to their website, dungeonstudios.co, today or tomorrow if you're busy. Maybe you have a dentist appointment, I don't know. But go to their website and download a module that you can play with your friends. They have a webzine called the Enron Chronicle. It's free. You can download that from their website. Also, they have a show every Monday called The Game, where Gids and RKDM host. But anyway, check that stuff out. Follow us. How many guns do you own, Iceman? Oh, I don't even know. Is it, is it too much? Is it too many? Uh, There's no I such thing. Have, well, according <laughs> to well, California people, one's too many. But uh, I, I, have, I have enough. I have an adequate amount of that with over adequate enough of ammunition. See, I love that because it's just like how how many guns do you have? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm told I'm told that I don't have enough. And yeah. I feel like I, I I had to sell I had to sell mine one time to to make rent one year. I had to sell all you my guns. One gun? No, I had two. I had I actually had a, I had a 327 uh, Ruger SP 101 
I love that gun. What a great gun. It took like five <laughs> different types of bullets, which I thought was fascinating. And then when I bought it, they stopped chambering it for like eight years, eight, nine years. And the cost of the gun skyrocketed because the 327 Magnum just wasn't being chambered anymore. And so I bought it when I bought it and then I had to pawn it. And the cost had gone up so high that when I pawned it, they gave me the exact amount of money that I paid for the gun. How much did you pay for the gun? Three fifty. Three hundred and fifty. Three hundred and fifty dollars. I bought that gun for, and I could have sold it for twelve hundred, like to like a dealer. You know, if I if I really wanted to take the time, but I was desperate. Rent was due next day. I went to a pawn shop and I sold it, and he gave me three fifty for it. And I was like, Oh, oh this was. was a bad idea, but I, I that that broke even. <laughs> You could have called me. How old were you? And I also had. I would have bought it. it, You could have went back and got it. No, I'm sorry. I didn't pawn it. I sold it to a pawn. I sold it to a pawn shop. It was. Please take this. I'll never be back. You'll never see me again. Yes, I need the money as much as you'll give me. Thank you. I also sold my my 1947 Mosin Nagant rifle. What a beautiful gun! All wood. Oh, Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful gun! Bolt action rifle. You know you seven six two by five one. You don't know that you could have called me. You, I would have bought both of those weapons. <laughs> oh, I would po- like when I got bored, I would just clean my Mosin because it, it just it was it was nice and relaxing. So you know you get the rifle bore in. You know you're, you're cleaning the bore with the long stick and oiling up all the individual pieces and taking it apart and putting it back together. Is that why you like guns, Ice Man? No. No, oh. you just made it sound like a bad porno movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you were knitting. <laughs> I I like the I, I like the aesthetics of guns. Um, so, you know, I think Iceman, can you help me with something? Actually, you What's that? You, you probably know you I'm not not even probably. You got to know a lot more about guns than I do. Me and my wife are looking for um something subcompact, just personal defense. For uh, inside your house, you're not going to take it out. Well, she doesn't really, um, but she had wrist surgery, so it's got to be something easy. You know what I mean? Uh, I've got a Canik. Two nine millimeter. It's got a a Glock. Ooh, subcompact. Yeah, Glock. So they don't have that much recoil. I want a nineteen eleven so bad. Forty five. That's like my dream gun. Hmm. If I had to ask you your favorite nineteen eleven, you better not say Kimber. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here in my studio, and I have a. Well, I got a 380 sitting on my personality enhancement center over there. I got a I got a bullpup 12 gauge sitting like right behind my computer here. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. I got I think I got a 10 round mag in clip. Yeah, I bought some t- of them damn dragon breaths. I need to go shoot those. <laughs> <laughs> that's do you have any fire? Do you have any bucket list items with your guns? What's your what's no. your gun bucket list shit you want to do like, with guns? What's the thing you want to shoot that yeah. you've never got to like, shoot? Like what's the what's the thing if you had if you could anything themed with guns? What's the thing on your bucket list you're like oh, I've always wanted like if, if it's like shoot like a 50 cal handgun or something well, what's your bucket list? I would list? like to own a 50 cal 50 cal rifle. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'd like to have that. I mean, I've shot Tommy gun before. What? <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, you say, "Oh, it's fully auto." It's such an old weapon. It's like I could squeeze the trigger faster, and this thing went fully auto. Yeah. Did you yell like any? The kind Bonnie and Clyde, and then, you know, yeah. Did you yell out any cool one-liners while you were shooting it? Oh, I don't remember. Like, Have a nice day. <laughs> Get <laughs> off <laughs> my <laughs> lawn. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Just something cool. <laughs> When's the McRib coming back? You know it's just made of possum. Possum. Actually convinced. Actually, actually, this guy convinced about two years ago that that they were really made of possum. Someone convinced you of that, or you convinced yourself after saying it for so long? I had this guy convinced that they were made of possum. Oh, you told somebody? I was like, that's why they're so limited. They only come out certain times a year because, you know, it takes a long time to kill that many possums. And <laughs> That's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you're backing it up with, like, <clears throat> quote, unquote, facts and, like, reasoning. Yeah, like, that I mean, makes sense. And the uniform, too. They're like, this guy knows. Yeah, <laughs> this I mean, this guy knows what's going uniform. on. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I had a question that I knew that I wanted to ask you. What's the weirdest thing that you have in your evidence locker right now? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you don't? You never go in there? Oh, no, I'm not allowed in the evidence locker. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing that you've like submitted to evidence? It's not like it's on TV. I okay. turn evidence in. When I turn evidence in, until we go to court, or if we go to court for it, I don't see it again. What's the weirdest thing you've turned into that you had to bag and, <laughs> and process? <laughs> uh, I haven't really had any weird stuff. Maybe mine's been, been regular stuff, uh, in the evidence. Now, I mean, I've had to pick up some nasty stuff on scenes. You, know? you ever have to turn in a dildo as evidence? No, no. I mean, no. I, that to be, I didn't work in rapes. I mean, now, uh, you say, uh, oh, God. They, oh, wow. They like, like, they like, they, they like carrying their, their the sex murder toys weapon. around with them. <laughs> the know? murder That's weapon's right. a dildo. Wait, do, do they carry sex toys with them? Uh, they'll have, like, in their cars and stuff like that. It's, Rapists You'll be do? surprised. No, not rape. It's just oh, God. drug heads. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, drug that. Okay, that makes sense. Just I've drug met, heads. I met a lot of them in Washington. <laughs> they, they, now, they are weird. No, I, I mean, I had my super. I worked a crash, you know, years ago. It was a long time ago. And uh, I was a sergeant. My lieutenant called me because I, I, I used to go out and take pictures while my guys were uh, investigating the, the fatality scene. And it uh, took us like three days to even get, find family members because. The guy didn't have a driver's license on him, and uh, he was messed up enough where we couldn't tell by looking at him of who or what he was. But I get a call from my supervisor, and he, the lieutenant is like, well, the family's out, out where the crash happened, and they're complaining, you know, because they were still like, I guess they found some chunks of meat from him still stuck in the tree. Ugh. I was like, I'm not going out there. Picking chunks of this guy out the tree. I told, I said, tell them to leave. I said, that's not my job. I said, if they leave in a few days, the squirrels and stuff will get it. And it won't. Be. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going out and picking chunks of this. That's not my job. That's the corner job. I mean, sometimes you work crashes. I mean, they're spread out enough where you might miss a piece or two. You know. Oh so. man, that makes me sad. Oh, what a life. Way to bring the room down, Iceman. <laughs> well, why does that make you sad? I mean, the dude it's just was doing about 100. He was doing 130 miles an hour on a road that was 25 miles an hour. He kind of did it to himself. What if his wife was pregnant? He still he was did not it. married. He was he was leaving. <laughs> it wasn't even his car. It was some other dude's car when he had snuck over there and screwed his old lady and took the guy's <laughs> fancy car for a joyride and killed oh. himself and totaled it out. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. That's a level well, of stupidity. Your, yeah. Hold on. Let me, check, let, let me check my pocket here. Nope. All out of fucks in that one. So. <laughs> well, you have to be. 
Right? You have to see everything as what it is. Oh, if yeah, you well, don't, you'll go, you'll go crazy. <laughs> you have to see it for what it is, dude. 130 and a 25. Uh, people, like, they're like, oh, you know, feel so something. No, no. A lot of people do stuff to themselves. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I guess I have, uh, I think this is the last question that I really have is, do you have anything that you're currently trying to add to your bucket list that you want to work towards next? Mm, I'd like, I, I'm hoping to get my podcast big enough. So when I do retire in the next two and a half years or so, it'll just be like a full-time thing for me. I'm not trying to make a, make no, a fortune on it, just not to cover the bills, but you know. But that's the beautiful thing. You can just do, keep doing it. Yeah, and actually, yeah. You gotta do why, why don't you it. why don't you take the opportunity to maybe tell our listeners about your podcast right now? Yeah, let them know. Uh, well, uh, it's called Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast because uh, I'm a motor cop. Uh, basically, I try to have interviews on people, audio only on Sundays. Works out sometimes, sometimes it don't. Every Wednesday, we do do live shows on Tuesday on uh, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, YouTube, Rumble, all, you know, Facebook, all do we live shows. Me and some other guys that used to be cops, and we talk about cops in the news, good and bad, stupid criminals, and other, you know, just law enforcement stuff in general, and give our unedited, un-PC opinions on it. You know. That's that's fascinating I do, I do to me. Louisiana crime and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, uh, so if that's something you're interested in, you can listen to the audio. Or just I'm um, on all the platforms with the audio podcast and stuff like that. I think I have about 300 something episodes out right now. Oh wow! So that, that's bingeable. Um, yeah, start, but I think starts the backlog. I think that's incredibly fascinating to hear other other officers take. You know, they they see in the news the really really good ones that are you know sa- well, they, they risking most, their <laughs> lives to save they, babies and kittens. They mostly see the bad ones. Yeah, but but yeah, that's I I, honest, I honestly feel like you're right. That people focus more on the negative aspects it gets of more views, officers, more right? Because it's the shock stuff. value. Yeah, it's the shock value, and people have have formed have formed militias in in response to you know bad cops. The I would say the minority. I would and, hope. I imagine. And in all honesty, the good cops also a minority. But you have the people that go out there and crush it, doing their jobs every single day. They're not doing terrible, terrible things, and they're not necessarily doing the best of the best things either. But you have you have that normal line, and I want to hear more from the people that live and experience both sides, give their take, and I think everyone has their day in the sun. I think everyone is capable of doing those really, really, really great things, and I wish more people focus on the best of the best, because I think that... Everyone has the ability to do that every day. Everyone can be their best self. Everyone can make the right choice. And everyone can give as much as they can to help. Oh, yeah. People need to put their phones down instead of recording somebody getting beat up and go help stop it. Yeah. Did you see that uh, that video of... Pizza the, guy? No, the two officers showed up. There was like a drunk dude shooting out with a shotgun from his house. And these two officers showed up. And uh, they both got shot in the head with the bird shot. They survived. And then like neighbors came out all with their firearms and were taking cover and were helping the officers out. Take out this dude. Yeah. I was like, that's the, uh, for me, I watched, I was like, that's so cool, dude. The community came together. Yeah. This guy just injured two officers 
And they were still like they're bleeding from their face, and, and God still knows who's just in that on house the radio with this dude. They're just there's, but they're still making it happen. Yeah, even though that they're bleeding from the face, that's crazy. It was amazing. And then just neighbors, you see them pull out their sidearms and right. pop, 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 and they're covering the. Co- oh man, it was so cool. Well, I'm lucky. I said, like said, the area I live in is still, you know, it's not like Chicago and Portland and California stuff where people just hate cops. Uh, you know. Of course, you got your cop haters. We re- we recently had a officer involved shooting while I was in D.C. and a motorcycle cop that I've known, and he ended oh. up he ended up dying uh, about a week or so ago. They unplugged him, but um, all he showed up he showed up for uh, some guy was hollering at people in the parking lot. He rolled up, and as soon as he rolled up and stepped out of his vehicle, the guy like rolled his window down and shot him. He, he shot him like three times and hit him in the leg. When he was, he was on the ground calling for backup, basically like trying to crawl to get to the cover. This bad guy seen him, still in his car, circled around, drove up right there next to him, and shot him right in the neck. You know, God. Oh yeah, I mean just just straight up, just you know, execution basically. Now, fortunately, some other uh, some other law enforcement people caught up with him up the road. He pulled his gun out again, and he lost that battle. So he, uh, he, the bad guy is now dining in hell with Hitler. Then uh, about two weeks afterward, he was still in the hospital. He had my life support. They were seeing if he was going to gain consciousness. Uh, probably, I don't know, he was less than a football field away from where they gunned this son of a bitch down at. They had the, this big-ass fundraiser for that law enforcement person. I thought it was great that they did the the big fundraiser right there where bad guy got his ass marked at. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I bad people are bad people. Oh yeah, I I wish more people would listen to you know the good part. Hold the door open for that old lady at the fucking gas station. Fucking give wave, people wave your to seat. Your neighbor. Wave to your goddamn neighbor. Get off your fucking phones. Stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> don't don't Go offer don't smell offer your seat to a woman on the subway in Washington. Don't do that. Don't Wait, do why? Why? Because I did that. They take offense they to it. Took, she took offense to it. I guess she's a feminist. What? I was sitting there. It was crowded. This woman comes on there and she's like holding a little handle. And I was like, I told my buddy, I said, scoot over. And I sat down and I said, ma'am. You can have this seat right here. And she looked at I said, you can, you can have it. I don't need your seat. <laughs> what? Go fuck yourself, what? too, you know? Uh, you know. All right, so, humbleness. So some, That's uh, the next stage. <laughs> so, so some man bun dude took it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, some they just don't. They're not friendly. Did, did he at least say thank you? No, he, he it was that? just after the fact. He just saw an open seat. And, he, and every, I mean... You can sneak up on anybody in D.C. that's walking on the streets that all have headphones or ear pods or something, and they'll never hear you coming. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oblivious. That's why you got to wear one. They're oblivious to anything around them. That's bananas to me. Yeah, dude. It's also the type of clothing you wear, too, while you're oblivious. Oh, you're talking about the men? Talk about the men with, like. The, their suit pants are like like skinny jeans, yeah. <laughs> and they're high waters, and they have no socks on with loafers. Yeah, I wanted to you, slap. You got to run away. It's like what? Yeah, you try to run away from something. Hey, I look great in skinny jeans. No. Mike, okay. you don't wear pants at all. I, don't I never think wear I have, pants. I haven't seen you in pants. <laughs> I think I wear pants once a month, but they are skinny jeans, though. <laughs> no. You must be skinny then. 
No. No. <laughs> I've actually I've, I've gained I gained some weight recently, a little bit more, uh, probably because of my arm injury. I don't know. I blame it on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So there's, a, there's a shirt that I put on, and I, I looked at the mirror, and I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I took that shirt off. I was like, fuck, I got to do push-ups again. Uh, I, 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 like, I don't know what happened. I went to bed skinny and in shape one night and woke up fat. So it's just like That's happened how it happens. overnight, it's just like that. I'm like, how yep. the fuck that happened? Right. I call it happiness and success. Uh, I just call it getting <laughs> older, too. Uh, yeah, it happens to, the, it happens to the best of us. I was in the best shape in my life when I had no money and just had to work. Oh, yeah. That's the best. That was the best shape I was ever in. I was yep. in my thirties. And then you're like, "Oh yeah, you want to order Applebee's? Sure, because we can." Yep. And uh, then you just put on some pounds, dude. I, I was like, in you my thirties. Rolls. The best. Yeah, the thirties. Yeah. Well, I was on SWAT team. I was in the gym all the time. Oh, what? we're getting to SWAT team this late. <laughs> Wait, what? You were on the SWAT team. Was that part of your bucket list? Because yeah. that's pretty dope. No, I was. I was a team leader and stuff at one point, and a shield guy. It's like the guy that went in with the shield oh, right after they popped the door. Shit. Open. Yeah. So they're yeah. they're firing like they're firing their weapons like right around your eardrum. Yeah, well, we went. I, that's a whole story I could go into. This. We took I took fire one time. You know. How scary was that? At first, I'm like, I say, it's my problem, firecrackers. I was like, hey, shit, this motherfucker's shooting at us. You know, I was. Uh, it was two teams went in. I was first. It was a drug war. And, uh, they popped the door. I went in. I cleared the living room. Of course, my own sheriff's office search warrant. My job was to secure his mom towards the back of the house, which the house was very small, probably 800 square foot total. Uh, so I sweep the living room. The living room was clear. Uh, I go towards the back. Mom's coming into the kitchen. Um, I push her back into the other bedroom. And by that time, I hear, I hear pop, pop, pop. And realized that, that idiot is shooting through the wall at us. So I, I laid, I threw her on the ground and I laid on top of her kind of where my back was to, towards where the gunshots were coming from. So if a bullet hit, it would hit me and not her. Cause I had my, you know, oh my, my God, my gear. And he's shooting his, his own mom. Yeah. I had my, he doesn't know what he's shooting. He's at. just shooting. He's just Jesus. shooting. So I, I, I did that. So I, I would take the bullet and not her. Well, he, he unloaded a whole uh, magazine, which was like 15, 16 rounds. Uh, I had a submachine guy on me that was right, that was with me. So when we got there, I looked at the third guy that was in our stack and I saw a window unit and I told him, I said, I said, take that. I said, rip that window unit out that window. And they did. And I looked at this woman. I said, you going out that window. Of course, she, she wasn't a small lady. You know, <laughs> she's like, I got a bad. She said, I got a bad back. You know, I'm like, you want your back to hurt or you want to get fucking shot? So we chunked her, her little round ass out that window onto to, uh, uh, another waiting law enforcement guy that was out there who's probably about 6'4", but weighed probably 150 pounds, you know? It's like, here, catch. Then, <laughs> then I'm holding the shield, looking out door the window. We had a, another guy from another department. He had got pinned down in the kitchen. So he squatted pinned down in the kitchen, so... I leave cover with my shield, go out and get him. And he goes out the window. We had another guy, you know, he felt something. He's like, am I bleeding? Of course, he was just sweating. Thank God he didn't take no rounds. 
Well, I was in the house probably holding that the shield not light. It's 50 plus pounds. And uh, I was holding that thing with the sub guy. Um, probably about half an hour or so. The guy was loading. Holy the, shit. He was loading the AK. You could hear him. You could smell him. He started smoking weed and playing Leonard Skinner. And, uh, what? Yeah. During a during a firefight? Yeah. And uh, it's on his terms, basically, and, uh, right? Yeah. So now, he was cross- we're basically he was crossing something a- off his bucket list, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's like a uh, firefight with the cops. We're basically in a barricaded situation at this point. You know. Oh shit. So anyway, hostage negotiator come in. They finally talked him out, and he gets arrested. Now the whole thing is is the bad guy. He he was a paralyzed. He, he he was paralyzed from waist down before this happened. So oh, wow. when the second team came in, he started shooting. They opened up on the room. They like sprayed the room down. Of course, this is an old wood house. His bullets went through two wall, went into the room and out the back of the house like Swiss cheese. Well, come to find Jesus. out, he was laying on the floor. He when he heard us come in, he just rolled out of the bed. He was laying on the floor shooting at in my direction because that's where uh, he heard the noise at and uh, they sprayed down on he I think he, he got shot in a big toe which he didn't feel because he paralyzed you know but yeah he, he just got he got out about three or four years ago and uh, he was crossing the road in his wheelchair and got smoked by a car and got run over and killed so uh, karma was still after, after he served after he did his time yeah, he did like 13 years and then he got he, then he got smoked <laughs> when he got out in wheelchair. And <laughs> I got a phone call saying, "Yeah, you remember so and so?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's about to shoot now." It's like, "Yeah, he just got run over. He's dead." I'm, I'm laughing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, I am too. It's bad, but it's, it's funny. But it's not. But yeah, it is. It's, it's but well, it's not. It, you, but you it hear is about though. it. He's out there. Of course, <laughs> the news media stuff. Well, the, when we get out there, the dog takes off running. Well, we couldn't. We couldn't call for the dog. Okay. <laughs> The, the, the news media is out there. <laughs> well, mom is outside hollering for the dog. Okay. The dog's name was the N-word. What? No. Yes. These were a bunch of, <laughs> these were a bunch of white redneck people. Okay. So they're out in the yard hollering. Oh, my the God. They're out there the no. news hollering oh the N-word for the dog. And we're just like. For <laughs> the dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't make it up. It's the truth. <laughs> Oh man, I like that. That's everybody. Funny. Close your ears. I'm gonna call for my dog. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's not what you think. It's it's not what you think. <laughs> Come here, boy. <laughs> Come here, dog. Oh, yeah, dog. What's your name? Oh, What's your man. dog's name? Dog. What? At that at that point, the only thing you can yell is treats. Yeah, it's like yeah, right. That's the only. <laughs> that's your only option at that point. Oh man. Did did that guy just want to fight the cops? Why did he roll out of bed? Was he's he just, just tired a, just of being a, paralyzed? He's just a dirtbag. <laughs> dirtbag drug dealer. <laughs> While he's paralyzed? Oh, yeah. He just felt like he could do anything, dude. Yeah. He was on drugs. No, we, we had a guy. <laughs> we had a guy, uh, uh, you know, we, we used to call this bar. The, uh, the the name of the place was called The Field and Stream back in the day. Uh, I forget what we called it, the something, whatever. It was, it was, a, it was a horrible blood bar basically and we had a dude that was in there that went in there and he was paralyzed. like in blade like the yeah. vampires yeah, yeah. so like you're drinking blood there <laughs> like the basically like they, uh, they have oxygen bars uh, <laughs> oh we called it the blood and guts 
Because, <laughs> I mean, we had one dude, he was in a wheelchair. He went in there and started stabbing some people with a knife, and some dude pulled out a forty-five, a like a big forty-five, like dirty hairy gun, like shot him in the chest and killed him. Oh yeah, it's just crap like that. Well, that oh guy, God. did that guy get like a key to the city or uh, something just, for stopping just, that crazy stabber? It's just it's, <laughs> some of the, the crazy, some just crazy stuff. Yeah. You, you, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can't unsee, and then some things you're like, yeah, that really did happen. Oh, man. Ice Man, this has been enlightening. Yeah, this has been wild. In <laughs> um, much contrast to this episode, we're about to steal an episode about baking. Yeah, we get to go to baking after this. <laughs> we baked. Just, just to give you our perspective. Like, like cakes or baking? <laughs> ba- baking. Ba- baking. Yeah, no, cakes. I'm, so I the, made, there's monkey bread, and there's cookies. Yep, and we, we made, made cookies all sorts and of sweet bread treats. And things... Yeah, like the only that. thing with so monkey bread is you got to make sure you like, you got to make sure you get all the hair off of them because that stuff's getting in your mouth. And just, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. All right, we are Majizipod, M J S Y P O D on all the things. Hey, uh, Iceman, where can people find you in your show? Uh, everywhere, <laughs> all the uh, podcast platforms on Apple, Spotify, uh, all of them, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. Look at uh, Motor Cop Chronicles and you'll go to the website. Yes, sir. And we are MJSYPOD, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We haven't hit the treasure yet. I'm just going to keep saying that until it happens. It's going to happen eventually, and I promise. Um, we actually just got some new stuff in. Uh, the treasure is growing day by day. It's actually getting a little bit out of hand, and the, the size of the box is probably going to be uh, larger than I anticipated. But I will make do and make sure that whoever finds the treasure will find all the good stuff uh, therein. What else, Joe? Well, Jeremy, we have a phone number. No, we don't. No, actually, that service got shut down. No, it didn't. Uh, there was too many feet pics <laughs> that were sent to it. I think you shut it down. I didn't. Actually, because I called it the other day to leave a message. I, actually, no, it's uh, it's 903-287-0660. Did you try to call it? Yeah. You want to tr- hear? What happened? Listen. You're calling the number right now. Yeah. It, nothing happens. It should go to a voicemail. I don't think it does. It does. You're not a patient man, are you? <laughs> Where's your? I would have hung up already. Yeah, this you, is crazy. You have to keep calling it. Yeah, but no one's answering. <laughs> it, yeah, you don't. We don't have an answering then machine. Text or we don't. We don't have. We're not answering the phone. They're gonna leave a message. Well, if you're not answering the phone, then they should just text. You're welcome to my only hand Hello, page. And thank you for calling <laughs> Oh, Jeremy's playing the message. It's very exciting. <laughs> Leave a Were you sick? You yes. When you recorded this, this <laughs> I was. sounds horrible. <laughs> I guess it's real. <laughs> it is real. Oh. I told you that. <laughs> You're just not a patient man. So 903-287-0660, and you can also leave a voicemail. No one will answer the phone. <laughs> leave a voicemail. That's what I'm saying. We'll play it on the show. Um... <clears throat> Oh, yes. If you haven't sent us your music and you make music, do it, and then we'll play it. Much like the person we played today. D.L. Gardner and the Rebirds. Who was? I don't know. <laughs> They're on the list. I'll, future Michael will go in and fix it. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Uh, is there anything else, Jeremy? I don't think so. All right. I love you. I love you too, buddy. Peace. Bye. I try to find your boots and slip right by Over and over you look back the same You pass by, don't recall your name But I can feel it 
Yes, I can, I can hear it And there it goes again, I can feel it Oh, yes, I can, I can hear it Certainly a fantastic episode. Uh, but anyway, we're done with your podcast, and here, here you go. Mike, I don't want to give it back. You don't want to give it back? No. I want to keep this one. Jeremy, we made a deal. We always stick you, to our you, word. You have to give it back. Can you just got to give it back. Can we just toss it back and forth one more time? One time. I mean, I had to tape I had to tape it up from when <laughs> I dropped it. Hey, Roger. Yeah. Do you want to play a catch? Yeah, give it back. You want to throw it to Roger? All right. All right. Go long, Roger. Go I'm, long. I'm going. I got... I'm here. Yeah. Oh. oh, dang it! He dropped it. I have the gorilla glue. Oh. I don't. I don't want it. Anymore. I'm so sorry. All right, let's go. <laughs>